Hello. So welcome to After Buzz TV. We got a great show today of The Prophet. We've, we, it's, it's one of our episode reviews with amazing grapes, Schuler's Barbecue. We've got Grafton Ver, uh, Furniture and SJC Drums. Hang, hang tight. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love this song. I love it. I love this song. Welcome to the prophet. We are on the final episode of the season. We are, and I'm sad about that. It's so sad. I'm sad. What else are we going to do on Wednesdays? I have no idea. We'll figure oh it out. My. We'll figure it out. Uh, because why? Because we're Americans. Oh, yes. No, well, but we could be from any are. country. Yes. Oh, I'm actually Canadian. You're, you're, okay. We'll get <laughs> but to I could be like Ted Cruz. I could be both. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so I'm Chris Howard. You can reach me during the episode. You can reach me after the episode. You can reach oh. me anytime you want. Uh, because I'm very lonely, I have nothing to do. No, but you can reach out to me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. You can also reach me on LegendaryLivingDaily.com where I give tips, inspiration, mm -hmm. business advice, and LegendaryLivingTV.com as well for YouTube. Over here to my left is the one, the only, Katarina. Katarina. Hello, everyone. How are you? And I am so sad this week. I was telling Chris that it's the final episode, a uh, final season, final season three you did tell me that and uh and yes we're we're, uh, we're a little upset so if you're looking for me after this after show you can find me on both twitter and instagram at uh, katarina kazayas i make life easy you can also of course catch up with me uh, via my website which is called global gab that's global gab.com where i fill you in on happenings that are going on around the globe that's right Yes. That's right. Most recently, I don't know if anyone noticed, but there was a landslide in uh, Sri Lanka. Really? And there have been um, many, many villages that have been crushed by this landslide. Uh, this happened probably about three, four hours ago. So oh, you're kidding this me. breaking news, catch up with me and with After Buzz Not for that. good. It's really hard to uh, how to move off of that. But I mean, if right. they had a landslide, we're going to look for a landslide of profits in today's episode. Well, and there were. And there yes, were. Yes, there were. And it, what's, what was cool about this episode was that we had uh, we had four different businesses in, mm -hmm. uh, in the process. This is a recap reports. episode. I like the recap episodes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, to me, the, well, typically when they'll do the progress reports, they'll do it like mm -hmm. on one or two, but they did four businesses and I think that the reason could be mm. because uh, we have the spinoff of The Prophet that's coming up. And by the way, we're both going to be on the panel for that. Called The Partner. Called The Partner. And so uh, I think they may be prepping for that and saying, hey, yes. here's all these businesses. Just to you know, remind you what we've been investing in and why we're looking for a partner. That's to right. help manage these businesses that well, Marcus sound, has put almost $40 million into. Yeah, $40 million, and you sound like you're already a partner. You said we've been investing. Well, in you know, I, I've got to work that, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, what, what's it called? Um, uh, psychological uh, universal factor Universe, force. The universal factor. Put it out there so, and it'll happen. Manifest yes. it. <laughs> so yeah, he's invested in 26, uh, 26 different businesses yeah. over, he's brought 40 businesses, I believe, since the inception of the profit mm -hmm. to the table. Uh, 26 he's invested in mm. and he's invested I believe it's over 40 million of his own dollars yes. so that's wild uh, and so the pro the partner that is the spinoff that's coming off it'll be I think it's in the next season the upcoming it's, it's, season it's, yeah. it's going to be like a mini um, apprentice almost like, where he is out looking for the partner and I'm sure he's going to have a, a group of people that he's going to be giving exercises to and testing their uh, tenacity in business their tenacity their skills mm -hmm. their mindset absolutely the whole bit can they do it and the, you know that's it too and the idea is that the winner wins the ability 
to manage the portfolio of businesses, which is right. 26 businesses yes. that are very diverse. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, you know, I was thinking about that. It's like, what kind of skill set would that person need? And that's, Well, uh, you know, it'd be interesting because you need to be a generalist in right. order to uh, have a capacity to understand these businesses, but you'd also have to be a very um, astute businessman and, right. and, and financier. Right, you said businessmen, you didn't business say businesswoman, right? Uh, I, I'm just curious. You know, I, okay, if uh, we went to Vegas and we put some money down on this, I would not put money on a woman really? getting this position. Is not it that just women because can't. you're racist? Or? It's because yeah, I'm, I'm gender biased. Gender biased, okay. <laughs> no, it, it's... Women, you know, women can multitask, remember? They can, they can, but I, I suspect the partner will end up being a man. We will see. I'll we bet will you on see. that. I think it's going to be All a right, woman. All right, $10. Let's okay, do $10, $10 bucks. right now. Everyone has to tune in next season when we do the, pre- the tune partner. Tune in next season. Everyone, we got a camera there, we got a camera there, so everyone. We don't know where we're looking. We don't know where. All right, so let's talk about this progress report. We started off with the first business, which was amazing. Grapes. Grapes, yeah. Uh, So this business, uh, it's their, uh, tell me, it's a wine store. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were doing, what, $3 million million in uh, sales when they started? Yes. Um, Since then, what's the increase that we've seen? Uh, Um, They've been, they... um Inc- they went up about, uh, they're at about uh, five now, I believe. Is that what it was? Yeah, because yeah, I see percentages and stuff. Right. I'm not seeing the total okay. increase. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, what was your uh, first impressions of this? Okay, so this was, uh, for me, this was the the the, um, the recap was 15 months later. Right. So Marcus went in. This was primarily a wine store that they also converted mm-hmm. to partially to a restaurant. Yeah. And uh, one of the added elements to this business was that they had an online marketing store where they were selling the wine. Yeah, and that wasn't working real well in the beginning, was it? Like he right. invested, he put money into He the put a lot of money into web. that for the online sales, mm-hmm. which I think was very smart because it's a global economy, global world these days. Right. And you can certainly um, sell your wares globally yes. via the internet. Um, it, Marcus came back and working he came... Working in that global, glo- global gab his, his component. Gabbing globally <laughs> about uh, financing wines around the world. Yes. But Marcus came in to see what was happening a few months later and the whole internet online side of the business had just dissipated. Yeah, and, and the beer and wine sales specifically were mm-hmm. down. And th- this is, you, you know, you gotta wonder, was it really, because I, I don't think that they're, uh, I, I know they were down in compa- comparison with the year, or the previous right. year, specifically on the beer and wine. Yes. Right, so mm-hmm. uh, you gotta wonder, is it really a big issue that was a uh, fire alarm that was going off that had to be attended to? Okay. Or was it just, you know, gave them something for the show to focus on, um, I suppose. What was, did you think? Or both. Hmm. You know, I, I don't. Well, yeah, I, I figure it was a problem, but yeah. not. You know, it's probably not. Not like a, super a, serious. Yeah, a hole right. in the ship that's going to sink the ship tomorrow. Mm. But you know, relevant, and although, you're always going to have improvement. Although the player at the helm of that ship was uh, Matt. Yeah, that was a hole in the ship. Matt actually. ended up getting let go. <laughs> Yeah. Because of his uh, lack of presence. Yeah, total right? lack, La- lack of lack. Uh, yes. What did you think about Matt when you oh, saw goodness. him? I would have kicked Matt out of there a heck of a long time ago. Oh, yes. You're tough. I have uh, very little patience when it really? comes to performance. Uh, so okay, either I'll perform or go home. So <laughs> you better shape up. That's, okay, so let's put that. Uh, you can quote her on that. Perform go. or go home. Perform or go home. Uh, and, hashtag. And, um, <laughs> hashtag perform or go home. No, but 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 really what happened, I mean, for, for those of you that were watching, for those of you that may have missed it, what happened was Matt, who was in charge of the online young business. Guy. Young, young guy. Young guy, about yeah. 25-ish, mm-hmm. I would say. 
Uh, Marcus went up to him and said, you know, why are only about 120 of the 500 wine selections visible online? And he gave, Matt gave him some story about, well, I'm getting to it, et cetera, et cetera. Marcus said, okay, can you get me some updated numbers? Right. And Matt said, no problem. But the other partners uh, to you know didn't yeah. say no problem. Right. The other partners did say that, hey, this guy's Matt spinning was, his wheels a little bit. Yeah, like they would tell him yeah. uh, that these other wines have to get up there, yeah. and he'd say, yes, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, but, I'll get to it. Did, have did you, you ever notice? heard that in business? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely, absolutely have heard that as well. I mean, I've had people like this on yeah. teams that I've managed right. before, yeah. so I actually liked seeing this. A, a real-life example of yeah. the... Um, like of the activity and the behavior, or the inactivity. Yeah, the lack of it. So it's a well, non-behavior. What I found really interesting is they cut. They cut to the scene of Matt. Sitting yeah. at the bar having a beer. And that was so beautiful. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. I know, but then you also think, like, it's like, how much does the editing work into it and stuff? But it seemed, I mean, mm. if you, if you, when you watch it, it's like, this guy's, you gotta, you gotta yeah. fire this guy. You have to. Um, so I love to see uh, an example of the type of behavior that mm. should be let go of. And, and they did let him go. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I wondered what they were gonna do because they led up to the commercial mm -hmm. and they just got to the commercial and it was like, what do you guys think we should do with him? He's talking to right. the other managers, right. all of which were older, by the way. Yes. Um, I'm surprised they hadn't let him go earlier. I mean, what was what was Matt contributing that they were reluctant to make that decision on their own? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say there's times where I've done the same thing. Okay, you know, why? I think it's just out of loyalty, out of uh, uh, a sense of yeah. You want to um, give the person a chance, and that's kind of where they were mm -hmm. coming from. And I think it was Jack Welch that said, you know, you're never going to regret that you fired somebody too soon. Okay. You know, he says his regrets were always that he waited too long. And I've always, you know, not had always, that same but regret. I've had, yeah. yeah, I've held on to somebody for too long. Right. They end up causing even more problems than they could have started in the, caused in the beginning. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe it's just something that comes with time, mm. maturity. You start would to. You be, would you be more inclined to let someone go now if they were uh, yes. behaving that way? Yeah. In fact, I had okay. an example of that in a business where uh, I let them go immediately the moment really? I recognized okay. something that was going to be a pattern. Because you, you knew what that was going to lead to. Exactly. Right. And so maybe. Like I say, it's maturity. It's sure. like afterwards, yeah. you know, after you've seen it, you felt the pain of keeping them too long. You know, right. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. These guys didn't want to let him go, but they did. They fired him right on the episode. Mm -hmm. Thought it was uh, good, well deserved. You? Uh, I thought he had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was happy to see him go, and 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 I think the business will be better off for it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, obviously they've got to uh, find somebody to do that. But the beer and wine sales. You know, the way it, uh, the episode laid out, you always got to wonder how they edit it and do they work in reverse? Do mm. they look to build the story? It's, it's television backwards. after all, It is right? television yeah. afterwards. But everything was leading up to the fact that the guy had to go. Yeah. Um, and they got rid of him, and that was pretty much the end of that episode, yeah? Yes. All right. Although so you would have fired him right away. I would have fired him right away, and I would have gone to the bar You're and tough. had my own drink. You're tough. <laughs> ah! But then they might have fired you. There you yeah, go. Or they catch on film. That's um, right. All right. Girls <laughs> on film. That's okay. Right. Let's move over to Schuler's Barbecue. Schuler's Barbecue number two. This one I enjoyed watching because mm -hmm. Schuler's Barbecue is based in South Carolina, got and it. I just got back from North Carolina. Listen to this. She thinks she's oh, Greek. She calls herself <laughs> Canadian. She says she came from I was, Carolina. I was trekking in Carolina. You don't but, know what to believe. But, uh, but I was just out there, and it's a beautiful part of the country. Uh-huh. And it's very um, back to nature, back to woods, that Schuler's Barbecue. I had many barbecues while I was Did out there. Did you really? So I would have well, loved to have gone had I been in South Carolina. Wait a second. You just said you were we in South a, Carolina. We had a barbecue. I was in second. North Carolina. Oh, I was in North. Keep up. <laughs> Chris, lower your chair. <laughs> okay, keep up. I'm trying. Keep up. Get down. <laughs> Get down. Get Here, down. Watch me. 
That's right. Watch me. Oh, oh. Um, but it has no, one of those I, slips. I, that you <laughs> I enjoyed this episode. Um, Marcus, to recap, put in five hundred thousand dollars yes. for forty percent of the business. Family business. Yes. Yep. A uh, uh, man, woman, they want to give it to their uh, adopted their ad- son. Adopted son. Yeah. He's and, very young. Uh, and, and, and it is known in the area for its barbecue, for mm-hmm. the um, the good food. Marcus um, put in a half a million half a to million. help them grow. Boy, now look. It's the, the a lot growth, of money. The growth. For a, the, uh, yeah, for a, this a is barbecue nine, This is a 90-minute drive away from any uh, major commercial airport. So this is out in the woods. People, But people are out there finding them. They mm-hmm. love it, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, and it was. I love the concept. I love the idea. And when he ate the ribs, he said, oh, these are the so amazing. <laughs> they were bringing people in. And what did you think of the build-out that he did? I thought it was beautiful. Oh, it was oh. amazing. Beautiful. And I thought it was very smart of them to have a, uh, a banquet room. Yes. Where they can host weddings, they can host Special parties, events. bar mitzvahs, what have you. Uh, and the the revenue uh, projections are you on Jewish that. Too? I, you know, <laughs> get on to globalgap.com yeah, no and you can find Gap. out. Yeah, so you're Jewish from Greece. You call yourself a Canadian. I speak French. What else uh, you right. need? There you go. Bon, on va continuer. Alors. On va continuer. Wait. <laughs> C'est pas mal. But, um, but, that's right. <laughs> but uh, in, you know, they, they have this banquet room. Uh, the estimates of renting this room out. Yeah. We're um, forecasting to generate them almost $200,000 a year. Wow. Just from one really lovely, decent-sized banquet room. And for sure. I mean, those Um, uh, and banquet facilities cost mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. They're constantly full. Yeah, they're they're constantly full. You've got weddings that happen. Somebody's getting married. Somebody's getting baptized. Somebody's getting uh, graduating, right? You know, I was, uh, the other day I had a thought. I was talking with somebody about this. uh, They should have divorce parties. (laughs) Wouldn't that be, the same kind of. You know what? If they had divorce parties, maybe the person getting divorced would feel that much better. That's what I was thinking. Right? Yeah, and it's like a big celebration. It could just be like a wedding celebration. I think we need. Yes, there you go. I've got some event planners I can get involved with. Let's do some divorce parties. We're going to launch a new trend. That's right. Uh, You know, the place these guys went wrong in this episode, what they were highlighting was the fact that the one mistake Marcus felt they made Mm -hmm. was that they included a store, a retail element. Well, he liked the general store. They knew they were doing that, but it was what was in the general Mm, store. And they went way off course with respect to the inventory and the product offered. Right. So they they ended up going into clothing. Mm. They did now. Here's what I found interesting because they were they were so proud of everything they were doing and rightfully so. Right. I mean, this that's I was I was amazed as I looked at it and I looked at the build out that they were sure. doing and it, it was like this place is beautiful uh-huh. and it grew from just this little barbecue right. place into this yeah, uh, huge mecca um, destination point destination yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Um, the uh, as I was watching that, I thought it was fantastic. But then they start taking them through the store, mm. and they say, "Hey, look at these sh- shirts." They showed an American flag shirt. Yeah. Uh, Marcus's point was the fact that they moved away from the branding of yes. Schuler's Barbecue. Yeah. At least his point was get something that was um, emblemed. Uh, what's what's deckled? Uh, oh, what's deckled? Deckled is not a word. <laughs> yeah. I, Didn't you used to deckle your jeans? We should just keep jeans? the global part Didn't and drop the gab. <laughs> this is why I'm not in fashion, folks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. I used to bedazzle my jeep. Bedazzle, yes. Bedazzle, Thank yes, you. Yes. Why do you know this? Well, it must be because you come from Canada or something. <laughs> uh, but, but. but but no, they moved away from branding the, and, and offering branded products. Yes. Um, and Marcus had no problem saying, hey, here's a flag with Schuler's on it. Here's a t-shirt with Schuler's on it. He but wanted don't to, yeah. give away a 
pink flamingo. Yeah, because they had uh, somebody bought a pink tie and a pink flamingo, and a, it yeah, was there, there was no brand consistency with that. Right, and then he got upset, and this is the part that I found interesting. He got upset because they Marcus weren't, got upset. Marcus got okay. upset because they weren't including him on the decision making mm. in terms of where they were going to source the things for the store. They were working on their Did own. Did you think he was justified in being upset? See, that's where I took a little bit of a difference in opinion okay. because uh, I, because I've seen, you know, I love Marcus. I'm a big fan of Marcus. He does things that, uh, that have blown me away consistently. Mm. The depth of his knowledge mm-hmm. around the business has blown me away consistently. Here's what I've noticed on a couple of occasions is mm. where he would take people to task, come down on them hard, for things which, well, if there was a little bit more due diligence over here, mm. then that wouldn't have ever been an issue. If there was a conversation about, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I mean, we all, anybody can backseat drive, so that's sure. not what, right. um, okay. in fact, I'm starting my own talk show called Backseat Driving with Chris. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm a good backseat driver, by the way. Yeah, okay, I like good. control, so don't ever put me in the, in okay. the, in the passenger seat. Okay, good seat. to know. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, anybody can backseat drive, but as you look at it, it's like, all right, shouldn't there have been a conversation, and maybe the responsibility has to go from both sides. Okay. What do you want to be in involved with specifically mm. in terms of decision making what level of decision should come okay. to you what should we put by you if there's a certain dollar amount that's expended what do you want to know about well the dollar amount expended in this case was 1.9 million dollars in inventory it was an inventory <laughs> in inventory I thought, only i took that to be the entire thing you're probably right that's yeah, too high one point, inventory, yeah, inventory. But 1.9 million dollars is not insignificant you, well yeah even I mean, if three to four to five hundred thousand of that was inventory right Right. Yeah, Perhaps. whatever it was. Oh, no, right. it's not an insignificant number. He right. put in a significant amount, but once again, a conversation could avoid problems yes. getting to that point <clears throat> rather what than. Think, what did you think of their point, the of, the, of the family's point? in saying that we didn't want to bother you with this. We know you're busy and that, and we didn't want to bother you. Um, see, I I just think the whole argument could have been avoided. Okay. It could have been avoided Had by a proper conversation. <laughs> no, well, they, I mean, okay. obviously he wanted them to bother him. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a part of that decision-making mm-hmm. and he was letting them know that. And there's okay. no problem with that. Sure. And I think this is why he needs a partner. Uh-huh. You know, because right. because had the partner been a little more involved, attached, yes. and said, "Hey, these are the types of laid out the ground rules. This these, wouldn't are, have you know, been yeah, if you have these types of well, decisions, and, and, and again, uh, that should come by mm-hmm. a little bit more structure. Mm-hmm. Not to you know, like I said, anybody can backseat drive. I, it's not that I know more than Marcus knows. It's mm-hmm. just that had that been there, I don't think that would have ever come up as an issue. But, but, and, I, but I found that he, Marcus had a point in saying, "Hey." You didn't even consult me, and and the the reason I feel he had a point is yeah. he is a business savvy, absolutely, you know, a hundred percent proven um, businessman, and so yeah. to not even uh, ask his advice when you have him there as a resource, yeah. to me is incredible. 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 If I had, if I had a direct ask. line into Marcus, oh my goodness. Okay. Are I'd you, be asking him every day. I think you're making a pitch here again. Hello, Marcus. Like, yeah, listen to her, man. She slides <laughs> it in. Did you know Marcus? She's so innocuous. Here's a little bit. Here's a little tip for you that you may not know behind the scenes. Marcus yes. was adopted by a Greek family. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. I, I, I have to. Bring it back I have to, to bring it back to home. Well, that's the legend. So, Lamonis <laughs> is actually a Greek. It's actually a Greek last name. Is it really? And he was adopted by no, a Greek hold family on a second. when he was a little he, guy. Uh, now, now to keep things real. Yes. That's that's what my show. Keeping it real with Chris. Right? Okay. Um, <laughs> to keep things real, he's uh, where's he from? He's from Lebanon. Yeah. He was born in Lebanon. Yeah. He was born in Lebanon. Yeah. Um, so he but, has but nothing gonna... to do with Greek. Again, yeah. you're, like, you're probably going to tell us next that he learned to speak think... Canadian, uh, French, French Canadian when he was uh, oh. yeah, tied all. Everything goes back to you. Anyway. 
Always. <laughs> always. Always. All roads lead back. So, uh, so let's... I think uh, the, um, to, to close this one off, yeah, I think Schuler's is in a good spot. They're in a good position. He Beautiful helped position. them to reorganize the store. Yes, he did. And bring some of the branded He's, products forward. What did you think about that? Because I thought uh, that was so cool. Like, it was, all he yes. had to do was move things out, mm -hmm. and they had all these little pigs. That had Schuler's written on them. Yeah, it's yes. almost, it's almost, you know, you had to think a little bit of cannibalism or something. <laughs> I mean, it's well, almost, you know what? You're eating pig ribs. You're, you're eating, eating pig ribs. ribs. Yeah, but he had all these cute pig. little pigs. But moving them out ah. throughout the store was, mm -hmm. you know, I have to say, when I worked at Club Med, because yeah. I did that for six years, yeah. that was the type of thing that, uh, you know, I had to do. I'd go into the various sports activities sure. and I'd look, do they have their signage yeah. appropriate? Do they have, there's basic, there's staple things that you know that the customer is going to be served well if X, Y, and Z is done. Right, okay. You know, yeah. the sailboats, are they, uh, are the sails unfurled so they look inviting to people? Correct. Or are they all tied up, yeah. right? And so putting the brand consistency mm. throughout the store, you know, somebody with that eye, which mm. he had, mm -hmm. he was able to put that in. And when you, he changed the, experience because they were doing a soft mm. opening and with a soft opening or like a pre-launch of the uh, of the general store it changed the entire experience yes. just with those little shifts that he made. Oh, I loved it. It was brilliant. Mm -hmm. So beautiful on that part. Uh, let's see. Oh, they went from three million to four million. Yes, which is uh, which yeah. is respectable. That comes up right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And they're going to continue to grow. They're just neat, neat. I people. would love to go eat there. Had I known they were this close to me, I would have ventured down. I would they have taken would, a road trip. You would have ventured all the way to South Carolina from North Carolina. Yes, not okay. too far. All right. I think you're making up some stories. You know, so I got a new phone yeah. recently, and yeah. I added Pandora, the application Pandora, which is the music app. Okay. So now, I don't have to worry about bad radio. I can just click on my Pandora. Right. So I could have taken a road trip for four, five, seven hours. I'm not sure how far away Schuler's actually is from where I was, which was in Asheville. Asheville. Um, but yep. if I get the chance to go again, I'll try to look for them. There you go, Pandora. Yes. And rock and roll. I wonder if they have Waze out there. Waze is great. I'm too. sure they I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to, uh, speaking of Waze, we're going to go the way of moving to the next episode, which was <laughs> Grafton Furniture. Furniture. Okay, now just to keep consistent, I'm going to bring it back to me again. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Grafton Furniture <laughs> is based in Miami, in the design district. I am 99.9% .9 certain I have been there. Yes. 99.9% <laughs> that you've been to Miami. No, that I, well, I've been I used to, to live in Miami. I've been to Miami. I just don't <laughs> brag about it. <laughs> no, tell us about it. I, I live in Miami. That is actually where my home base is. <laughs> Wait, no. I told you, keep up. I am absolutely Keep certain you up. are making up stories now because you <laughs> live here. I know that. I see you like three times a week. Right. Recap. Born and raised in Canada. The family is Greek. Lived in Greece. Moved to Miami. Most recently was in Miami. Own a condo in Miami. And yes, I'm 99.9% certain that I have been to Grafton's okay. Furniture. I believe you. Okay. All right. So Grafton <laughs> Furniture. Uh, this is the third generation. Once again, if you don't yes. remember the episode, third generation, uh, family business. And we also remember that... 60% of second generation wealth is mm. lost uh, in business and 90% of third generation wealth is lost in a business. So mm. there was, uh, you know, they were on shaky ground just to begin with from a statistics yes. standpoint. And now as Marcus went to go back to check on the business, you had the death of Esteban, the who death, is... The death, of, the death of Esteban, who the was the founder, the father, the grandfather, the uh, the face of Grafton Furniture. This did not happen on the episode. It was right. pre-episode. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So uh, he came back and Esteban had passed away and he wanted to, to talk to them about the effect of that and mm -hmm. stuff. What did you? Uh, what's your take on this one? You know, I think um, you always gain the energy of the original founder. Mm. 
Um, there's an energy there. There's a reason people flock to, whether it's a restaurant or a furniture store or whatever the product is, uh, when you have a character at the helm. Yeah. Um, but his son, Steve, who took over, yes. actually managed to do a very good job. Mm-hmm. Sales were up 32%. Which again is very respectable. Yeah, that is respectable. Yes. It's respectable growth. It's mm-hmm. uh, they uh, and they've been in business for a long time. Yeah. So uh, and the furniture uh, really was beautiful. Those showrooms right. were stunning. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And uh, well, I guess my point that I was getting to was mm-hmm. uh, what was stunning was the fact that they could do thirty percent growth mm-hmm. that deep into the business because typically, yeah. you know, it's not uncommon to double the revenues on an annual basis in the early stages mm-hmm. of the business. But after you've been out there for a while, yeah, it typically starts to so, know, so that, that, a 30% that's growth increases. Oh, yes. Yeah, pretty yeah. darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus's original investment in this company had been, what, $1.5 million for 45% of the business. What I liked that he pointed out in this episode was <laughs> that he did that $1.5 for 45% okay. was so that it could remain a family yes. business. Yes, and, and again, this is why we love Marcus, yes. because he is a businessman first and foremost, yeah. but he is a genuinely good Person. Yeah, you do the right thing. You don't. You're not going in to. He's not in there to you screw know, somebody yeah. over, or uh, you know. And quite frankly, there are a lot of sharks out there in the mm-hmm. world that wouldn't deal with it in the same way. And Correct. that's uh, yeah. uh, to your point. That's why we like Marcus. Yes. Yes. All right. So shortly after the episode, Esteban passed away. Mm-hmm. We said. Um, so we've got left it remaining is Steve and his son Stevie. Yes. Is that what they they call him, Stevie? I think I'd go with Stephen, wouldn't you? A uh, Stevie, um, not my favorite. Uh, uh, the name or the person? The name. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, Stevie's. Uh, but, Reminds uh, me of Stevie Nicks. Yeah, that's back true. To, that's back true. Back to the Pandora. Yeah, back to. Pa- I don't even get the Pandora <laughs> thing. That's all right. I'm still working on. I'll Snapchat. get it on your phone. There you yeah. go. <laughs> okay. So they had built a design room that was beautiful, wasn't the design? It was beautiful. Yeah. Yes. They, they had all mm-hmm. the. Uh, uh, what do you call those swatches? Yes. Are they swatches of uh, uh, fabric material fabric and, mm-hmm. that people could come <clears> and choose from in terms of the furniture, where they would have a higher margin if they were actually doing the. Uh, uh, the sale of the fabric as well as, as, as the piece, the, the furniture that they were creating. Mm-hmm. Um, they had bought a machine mm. for a hundred thousand um, dollars. That uh, that machine was it, it cut the labor costs in half, mm-hmm. um, which made hu- a huge impact. Because I guess what they, they were looking to do was create a higher margin on the furniture that was created. Okay. Um, if you, on the furniture that they built, they wanted a higher margin. Mm-hmm. If they were able to cut the labor costs in half, that would increase that margin, but there had to be a capital expenditure up front. Right. Hence the need for some of the revenue that went into the business. Yep. Which is why Marcus invested. Right. right. And one of the reasons why sure. we look for investors in businesses is to take advantage of opportunities right. like that, yes. which we wouldn't be able to do just on regular cash flow coming in. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it served them well. It, it worked. Yes. Yeah. It it's uh, a working formula. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, they were at $2 million a year prior to his investment, now mm-hmm. up to $2.8 million mm-hmm. after the investment. And, and after the death of Esteban. And after the death. That sounds like a book or a movie <laughs> or something. The death of Esteban. Write that down. Okay, thank you. I'll do that. <laughs> well, um, uh, in any case, uh, our heart goes out to the family. Mm. We love you. You guys are uh, good people. Yes. Good people in that. Um, we're going to move to the last and final uh, mm-hmm. business that we looked at. And what's interesting here, I don't know if you recognize this, um, but we've, we're coming full circle because okay. the very first episode of the season, yeah. season three, mm-hmm. episode one, was SJC yes. Drums. And now we we're did. Closing with we're SJC closing with SJC drums. drums. What yeah. did you think of where they've uh, gotten to? Oh, 
before I reveal that uh -huh, very uh -huh. pertinent and important piece of information, okay. um, why don't you share with everybody mm. how they can download us on iTunes? Ah, yes. Um, so you can download us on iTunes by uh, going to AfterBuzz. At iTunes. At iTunes. <laughs> and of course, you can catch us on YouTube at AfterBuzz TV. At, uh, yep, yeah, AfterBuzz TV. And you can catch us on AfterBuzzTV.com. And you go to The Profit each time you look for The yes. Profit, and you can uh, intravenously get us uh, drip fed to you mm -hmm. on iTunes the entire season three. Yes. And as we move into the next season as well, watch out for us on the. And I, and I, and I have to say yeah. that you um, did really such a fabulous job at carrying. A uh, good half of this uh, season, all on your own. You. Well, when you that say a good half, is that, are you, are you give, I'll give you the other half. No, no? well, Naina, 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 you maybe if you're watching, you're maybe noticing that Naina is not with us tonight. We're, uh, yeah, we had to put her to pasture. Uh, <laughs> no, no, there's a reason why. Do you know why? Uh, you know, Naina got a uh, a really great opportunity. She got a gig. And it conflicted with the time here, but it was a great step for her. So we're excited. She got hired away from us. Yes. Um, which, you know, people do. They, they see uh, people, the talent that's uh, right in front of them on camera right now, and they say, I want that person. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but they see, so Naina got a great job. They yes. see the, uh, the, she was here, mm -hmm. and she got hired. And uh, and we wish her well. Yes, so we good do. luck, Naina. More, yeah. Um, the, uh, thank you for your compliment, by yes. the way. No, I, you did. You uh, really did. You, you carried the show for a good half of the season, and um, and I'm so thankful to have been able to join your panel. Yeah, I had to, you know, I had, had to really champion this because they, they didn't have anybody doing the profit, yes. and I was the only person that wanted to do it, so I had to right. champion it. No, I'm glad the, you yeah. did because I've enjoyed it, and I good. think uh, I think we'll have a great time on the on the on partner. On the partner, yes, we will. Now, um, so back to SJC Custom Drums. Uh -huh. uh, we come and full the family circle. feud. Yeah, yeah, talk, talk. Okay, so uh, this is a family that was building drum sets, custom drum sets. Mm -hmm. They were High brothers. quality. Yep. They were brothers. brothers, and they ended up knocking heads, locking heads. Mm -hmm. Marcus came in. Yeah. So saw one of the brothers the actually, the now business. Scott. Yes. Scott. So there was Mike and Scott, and uh, there was and Chris. There mm -hmm. was Mike. Uh, Chris wasn't related. Mm -hmm. Mike and Scott were brothers. Were brothers. Yeah. Um, Scott had already left the company when Marcus first came in the very mm -hmm. first episode. If you remember, and then uh, Marcus got him to come back. Yes, but it didn't seem to last. Yeah. Right, but Scott was a wealth of knowledge. Scott was the guy. He's mm -hmm. the guy that knew everything about the drums. And, and sound and, yeah. and um, yes. The whole bit. And mm -hmm. uh, it didn't really, the he didn't last inside the business in terms of being a permanent uh, you know, employee yeah. or, or a partner in the business. Uh, but he, so he left. And at this point in the game, he's uh, creating, uh, he's creating product for them. And, and, and Mike is now a customer. Right. Of Scots, yeah. And, uh, and the thing yeah. is that, you know, when, when, we, when we cut to this, mm -hmm. um, this company is being hit by high debt, yeah. uh, few orders. The pricing was way over, over, overpriced. This is they an episode one, back to episode yes, one, yeah. $6,000 for a drum set. Right. And they were selling them uh, primarily to high end users because, if you remember, Imagine Dragons, mm -hmm. Green Day, uh, Lady Gaga bands, yeah. swore by these drums right. and said this is what to get. Yeah. Which is great mm -hmm. unless you're a small company starting up, in which case you need the volume. Or you're just a, a young person getting your first drum set, mm -hmm. or your and right and typical uh, price point for those out there is mm -hmm. around a thousand dollars. So this was significantly yeah, around, more expensive. Absolutely, and yeah. so Marcus in episode one had introduced his uh, uh, good, better, best model. 
Right. Which is we let's have some lower Options. price points yes. so that there's a low barrier to entry for the beginning consumer mm -hmm. who can then grow into new drum sets. Right. Yep. So uh, when he comes back, uh, we've got Mike that's gone the road. He was he went on a mm -hmm. tour. He uh, went on a tour yeah. with a um, what do you call them? A big van full of full of product. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the intent uh, to try and sell $100,000 worth of inventory on this road trip. Yeah, so the, now the, the road trip, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. because I, uh, I heard He was it, at concerts. Um, he was traveling. Traveling he was salesman going on tour, type of. Following bands. Bands. And festivals. Yeah, he was right. doing, that's pretty cool. What a, that's yeah, a good gig. Yeah, it's a great gig. Yeah, so following the bands and, and making sales, and I believe he took off with, it was, uh, what, $25,000 in inventory? $25,000 in inventory. Sold it all. Sold it all, and um, came away with 80 leads. 50% of which he felt would buy. Right. They were they were calculating about, a, he said we should do $100,000 in sales from those leads. Right. Um, Marcus then uh, went a little bit lower and he said if we sold, what, a third of those leads, mm -hmm. it would wind up in $75,000 in which profit. Which is still great. So he was happy about the twenty five k in sales, mm -hmm. but he was, because the trip, I think, didn't they say it cost him fifty grand? Oh, did I, I missed that. I believe that the tour cost him fifty so, grand to do okay, the whole tour. So net would be about twenty five. Well, no, you uh, probably what is it? If he, uh, he did seventy five right? in sales. Um, well, but they oh, so it's a hundred total with the twenty five he already oh, did. Oh, hundred, right? Okay, so fifty. Yeah. So, okay. uh, but you know, if you're getting it out there and you're moving it, oh, it's sure. Like, yeah, you know, uh, fifty fifty thousand dollars for a couple of weeks on the road is nice, uh, nice cash. Yeah, that's not bad. Sure, that's not bad, mm -hmm. uh, especially if they're looking at. Uh, I think what was their uh, goal? that they were going to be moving to profit-wise. Um, I believe that they were looking at $2 million expected for the year. Okay. So sure, yeah, if you can do two weeks traveling mm -hmm. and do fifty grand in that sure. amount of time, uh, then that can add up. Mm -hmm. uh, so you start to build... A, uh, annually, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, a, a two-week tour, you, you go, okay, if it's a one-off, big deal. Right. But if it's a strategy... If it's consistent... Yeah, if it's a yes. business model that you can begin to put into place, then you go, okay, maybe that's something that could... And Marcus uh, owns 33% of this business, so he was happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Very happy to hear that. And uh, let's see, they also bought a machine that was 115k to buy um, to, to improve the process, mm -hmm. which is one, something that we look... And I loved it when Marcus said, Tell me what this does so I know that this wasn't just a bad idea. <laughs> well, it was a very expensive machine. And, and, you know, what they did was they took the labor time down from approximately an hour and a half to build this particular piece of drum down to nine minutes. Down nine so an 80% efficiency savings cost in labor right. because of the purchase of this machine. Which is ridiculous. I mean, that's... Uh, I mean, that's a smart buy. That's a smart buy. What's fascinating, I think what I've learned most over this whole season three, mm -hmm. watching these episodes, mm -hmm. is just that the, the incremental differences from the small changes that can be made yeah. that wind up in huge results in mm -hmm. terms of the bottom line. Yeah. Is it? I mean, well, it's called the profit, isn't it? But <laughs> <laughs> the wind up leading you to a profit. Yeah. Right. So I mean, but seriously, yeah. it's like just the little teeny things that you can shave off of, you know, in terms of uh, when you would negotiate the prices with the vendors, or you look at. I mean, I, I always love, uh, I always marvel at the the uh, the, the food costs. Right. When he he takes it down, market takes it down to the cost of a slice of tomato. Right. I mean, he he analyzes down to four cents. Right. 
right? Yeah. Uh, um, which is why he has forty million to, to share. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say that the magicians of the material world are the people that can weave the abstract vision, but then get down to the specifics yeah, so that you can yes. also know what's the cost savings if you cut the price in yeah. half on that mm -hmm. price of that tomato mm -hmm. by negotiating with the vendors. And each one, you're going to get a percentage point, a percentage point, and a percentage point. And that adds up and, after and, after a while. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, so uh, you know, all in all, when we look at this, it's like. Uh, you know the overall assessment of the show is yeah. you know they're doing a, they're doing a good job. What's on your takeaway like from the whole season? Um, that, I think that's it. It's just mm -hmm. that the you know more than anything because there's a lot of big gross concepts that I've I've gotten or, or I've already known right, in terms just, of yeah. you love to see it played out anyway. Mm -hmm. Even though you already know it, you learn it again and again and again. You know the uh, the branding, the uh, brand consistency, the uh, knowing who your consumer mm -hmm. is, people and, management, yeah, people management, yeah. having low barrier to entry tastes that move mm -hmm. up to a larger uh, purchase and mm -hmm. the, for the lifetime value of that client. All of those things I think have been really big, but for me, the uh, the importance of the numbers and the importance of those, you mm -hmm. know, shaving off a little there, shaving off a little there, and all of a sudden you've got this margin that uh, just didn't exist before. Well, and that's what strategy is all about, is making tactical, um, intelligent changes that when put together are going to result in you know beneficial progress right that's what they do in yeah. Greece right absolutely uh, actually not so <laughs> actually, well right now somebody, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say somebody's got to give them that memo yeah exactly yeah, exactly you got to get back to your people memo. is what you got to do that's right <laughs> <laughs> um, so for you what's been your overall takeaway from you season? know I, I um for me it was a mix it was a uh, I loved this show because it's such a nice balance of American capitalism together with uh, helping, Heart. sharing, and helping the American dream right. and keeping the American dream alive. Yeah. Um, so it was a really nice complement of, um, I, I would say, sort of opulence and um, and and elemental, right. if you will. Um, I will. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you got to have that heart in business, and that's the yeah. thing that you know. Uh, a lot of businesses, mm -hmm. when you go into them, uh, if it's so cut and dry, and if it's all about the money, and if it's yeah. you know, then it's like that 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 heart space isn't there. People don't want to stick around with that. And people I think don't there's really something there's, there's really something to be said for competition versus creativity. Competition versus okay. You can get ahead by being creative. You don't necessarily have to be competitive. And I think if, if we taught that to our kids, you mean the you don't have to be stomp on the other guy's place. head. You know, you don't have to talk about yourself the whole episode. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, it's an interesting. It's an interesting thought. But it, and I'll, I guess I'll wrap with this concept. You say what's the what's the big takeaway yeah. when you when you say. That uh, capitalism with uh, heart is how I took it. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. by, uh, yeah, the yeah. profit. Mm -hmm. We could define the profit as being the uh, you know what's left in the at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you know, what's uh, profit could also be looked at in terms of how do people profit from their experience of the mm -hmm. business? How do you profit your employees by being there? Mm -hmm. And they say uh, the best definition of leadership that I've ever heard was that the true mark of an of an inspired leader mm -hmm. is the ability to bring out uh, the mm -hmm. best 
invest in people and to help them to self-actualize through the accomplishment of a noble vision or a noble intention. And that's real leadership. And yes. I, I see that in Marcus where he, mm -hmm. he helps people to self-actualize by whether it be you know, giving a percentage of the, uh, you know, the ownership in something that they're building to the employees mm -hmm. or uh, really giving people that second chance and really helping them to do that. And that th those profits are tremendous. We got it. We got to wrap now. Um, and uh, with that said, Katarina, why don't you gab a bit about where they can get a hold of you? Okay. So <laughs> if anyone would like to gab with me, post the profit, please do. I'm available to chat with you uh, via my website, globalgab.com. That's global-gab.com. Also at Katarina Kazayas on Instagram and Twitter. Please do gab with me. Hit me up. Gab with her, gab with me. You can reach me at Chris Howard live on both Twitter and Instagram. Also, uh, subscribe to legendarylivingdaily.com. You can hear from me daily. It's awesome. And legendarylivingtv.com for yes. my YouTube channel. Otherwise, it's been fantastic and fun we hanging out with you for the here. season. Thank you for being it's with been us. Awesome. Thank Stay you to AfterBuzz for TV. more of us. <laughs> By all means. And we'll be back with a partner. Hang tight. It's coming. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.